Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Connection Loop podcast. I will be your host, Ruben Dua, the CEO and founder of Dub. And today I have with me Dr. Robin Kira. We are going to talk about this very interesting topic that we're all trying to figure out, which is how to get more visibility on TikTok. Now, we have an expert in the room, in the house, that can talk about this exact subject matter. Um, In fact, um, he and his team for his clients have gained over 500,000 followers and over 200 million views all on TikTok. And this is through uh, a a rigorous strategy, uh, a methodology, and uh, something very accessible that you can do for your business. Now, the purpose of these TikTok videos is, in fact, to generate leads, to get awareness out there, to generate branding, and ultimately increase sales. So without further ado, Dr. Robin, if you could please guide us through this process and I will be your host here. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah. Take me through it. What's the process? Um, how, so, how do you start the process and then how do you scale the process? Yeah. So, so what we do, it we call it attention hacking. So independently of which social media channel format and content you talk about, our philosophy is not to say, say, what do I like as content, uh, but to actually think about what does a client look like? Uh, what does a client like? Okay, you salespeople out there obviously know uh, what, how, that, how that is, but especially in the online world, it's actually the same. You need to uh, have the attention of your target group, attention of clients, leads in order to that. And, and with that philosophy, you produce different content. For example, um, you know, uh, um, um, I do also sometimes produce content on TikTok, like with uh, um, with a wig on and stuff like that. But not because I like it, but it's because it, it certain um, demographics demand that. But um, so so that should be the philosophy to get the attention of your target group. And how we do it, how how we run or scale every single channel is the following. We think about what is a target group. Is it um, I don't know. We have a client where we're selling a very complicated technology product product which is 55 and plus a demographic you don't think is on tiktok but actually is um, and then you 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 look at content what they might like and you and then you, you build content um, and you try it out so in the beginning of a new channel we produce 10 20 30 videos a week uh, or even more in order to test what does the demographic actually like um, and then we see what they like and then we go on more in that direction and we always think about how can we make how can we make the work for the algorithm easier. So how can we make it easier for the algorithm to deliver to a certain target group? In order to understand TikTok, is they deliver your video to a so maybe one point back. It doesn't matter how many followers you have on TikTok. You can go viral. You can be, reach millions of people when you start a fresh channel, because the channel does not uh, look so much at your amount of followers. In contrast to other social media channels, it only co- uh, looks at the at the, um, at the potential reach your video can have. How, how do they do that? They give your video to a very small group, 10 people, 30 people, 50 people. And then when this, when this group reacts positively, they give this video to more and more and more and more people. And at the end, it can be millions of views for one single video. Um, but then that means your video, video needs to be brutally good. 
and you need to think about a, a certain demographic the algorithm can show it to. So if you switch topics to um, crazily, then the algorithm doesn't know what should I do with this video. Um, so it's important to have like a, um, a to to have a system and to have a certain a topic you deliver and to think about your target group. What might your target group look like? And there are some universal um, truths actually about TikTok how it looks like. I'm not sure if you remember the old Hollywood movies that starts with a long introduction with the lion or, you know, in TikTok you have yeah. 0.3 seconds time to convince people. You cannot start with introduction. You need to start with a bam. So, yeah, t tell me about that a little bit. I think what you're referring to is 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 the hook, how to how to hook yeah. an audience into into a video. And I think the reference that you just made is in traditional Hollywood films. There was a ton of stuff that appeared before the movie started. Now they sort of have to get right into it. It's, it's not like that at the movie theaters anymore. There's a ton of stuff that you have to watch first. But I agree with you that our attention spans are much less. And we only have a couple of seconds. Take me through that. Yeah, so there was a famous study, uh, I think, published by the New York Times, where they said that people have less attention span than a goldfish. Uh, I'm not sure about that, uh, but TikTok actually shared those numbers that the average um, time a person invests and gives a video a chance is 0.3 seconds. And if you screw up the first picture, the first sound bite, you're gone. Uh, so the so not only the algorithm, but also the users are merciless. Mm -hmm. But to be quite honest, that's very demographic, uh, very democratic, because you can, you know, the people can actually watch what they want. They, you know, in the in the movie theater, you need to flee the room and the TV station back in the days, you had like three. Uh, and now they can choose whatever they want. So that's actually really cool. And but that also is actually great news for everybody out there who has a niche. If you're a real estate agent, if you're a sales agent, if you're any topic in the world, you are in a niche. It's very, very good because there are people out there that love to hear the stuff you're um, talking about and the algorithm makes and delivers your content to these people and then you need to convince us really good content well as they always say the riches are in the niches I, I prefer to pronounce the word niche but the only time i don't pronounce it niche is when i say the riches are in the niches <laughs> so Sorry, um, I, I think what you're really really focused on here is is the ideal ideal client profile and figuring out who we truly ultimately want to attract yes I, I have had a very hard time understanding how to do that for my for my TikTok channel. And the reason why I think that happened is because during the pandemic, I was having a lot of fun on TikTok and I was just doing videos, kind of fun ones around the house. And in fact, my most viral video on TikTok was I think 2.5 million views. I'll actually show it right now, but it was how to reheat pizza. So now all of a sudden I became uh, the guy on uh, TikTok teaching people how to reheat pizza. And then eventually I did it for a burrito. And then I think one more food. And then I realized I don't want to be the how to reheat food guy on TikTok. So of course <laughs> I got that. And I went back to my business ones that, you know, only get a couple of views. So this is that video right oh, here. Oh yeah, sure, please, please, please. Yeah, I don't know if you can see it on the screen, but yes, there it is. super cool. Yeah, and super you know, cool. what's, what's interesting about this is that it got 2.3 million views and then this is the right way i forgot to tell where, where you oh, laugh i probably saw it it, lo it looks familiar <laughs> yeah so uh you know forty nine thousand views and by the way in case anyone's wondering what the strategy is i'll just very quickly show it to you the the key is in the steaming so you put the piece of pizza in there and then you put a little paper towel with some water so you're effectively steaming the pizza on top and then grilling it on the bottom and that's what gives it that really great crisp but also the cheese melts 
So there it is, 2.5 million views. My wife, this interview, um, because she always eats it cold and I really don't. I love her to death, but that's the only thing I really think is weird. Yeah, yeah. Pizza. But now what, I know how to eat it. So thank you very much. Yeah. What are the, my marriage probably. <laughs> hey, I'm here to help. What, one of the other ways that I, I educated people on how to not reheat pizza was to put your toaster sideways and then put the pizza, put the piece of pizza in the toaster sideways. And that's a big disaster because it makes a it makes a mess. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that I actually personally struggled with tr with figuring out my strategy, being consistent with my strategy, how to understand this is who I'm ultimately targeting to. And then I'm only going to create content for them. You know, the interesting thing about getting that viral hit is that you, you, you get the, the sort of distraction of, well, what is it that I want to do with my content? Do I want to yeah. do this stuff that gets a million views? Or do I want to do stuff that's that's sort of slow and steady? I'd love to get some feedback on that. Well, it really depends on what your goal is. For us, our own channel, the goal is to demonstrate that we are capable of running channels. So we go more for, vir for virality in serious content about insurance and finance, which are our clients. For our clients, we actually uh, have uh, certain limits, not because of them, but we consult them and say, of course, we could try to generate a lot of million views videos. But the problem is uh, then we do crazy stuff or klamauk, it's called in German. It's like nonsense. And yeah. that's not good for your brand. And sometimes if, for a bank or insurer or agent or a broker or an individual, it can, and a video with 10, 15, 50,000 views, 10 times more valuable than a video with a million views. For example, when it goes viral or when it reaches a certain threshold um, about your core business or when you impress because you know a lot of things or you help people. So um, from time to time, we do these uh, viral things too. Um, sometimes it's just an accident but sometimes we try to do it in order to you know show that we can but um, um we i would always suggest people that want to sell something about the internet for 80 percent actually of your content that it should be serious in some way um or at least in in the topics and not to run for the quick million but you can do it from time to time that's not a problem and if you are big enough and again we have 500,000 in our own channels followers and, and uh, several hundred thousand in other channels um the the if you have a real community they also want to be part of your life so um they also want they then think it's nice i, I was at a um at a at a, at a hotel in Berlin yesterday or the day before yesterday and I uh, paid a lot of money for a bottle of water probably inflation uh, and, and these things work for my channel because I'm so long on TikTok but for others it wouldn't but it's because of the community and the community expect that that if you start I would not do it I would really deliver a lot of content and the core should be not about you not about the products and services you do but about value to the pure potential customer and your customer so you know if you're a real estate agent explain something about how to find a good house uh, how can I find out that and uh, that uh, you know a house that has bad windows or something like that um, how do you value things how do you estimate things how does a credit work or if you're an insurance agent <laughs> it doesn't matter what you sell explain a lot but without trying to sell and that's the best way to sell i experience i really appreciate that what what is your uh, username on tiktok would love to have people uh, learn about your account and then follow you it's attention hacker Oh, well, it's perfect. attention hacking, I think. It should, I should look. I should look up. It should look up. It's attention okay. hacking, I think. Yeah. Perfect. And Robin Kira, my name. So. Oh, I perfect. Just hit five hundred thousand. So. <laughs> okay, so tell me, tell me about your growth. I'm going to pull it up on the screen here, but tell me about the yeah. growth strategy for your channel. What was what was that process like to to get ultimately to the five hundred thousand followers that you've received? 
So what we do is so at the beginning, we, we, we release just a lot of videos, but if you scroll down um, with these videos, you don't, you will not become successful today. Our main strategy is to produce, uh, um, to produce a, um, and you see what we do, you know, we have some new formats. For example, look at the third video. There was a yellow German thing. Exactly. That's a, we, and we um, interview decision makers from the insurance and finance industry. Obviously that doesn't work. But on the other side, there's this other video that works. So we try out a lot of things and that's what we still do. We try out a lot, a lot of formats and when they work, we, we do them like crazy. And then they don't work, we don't do it. So for example, this interview series, which are super highly ranked people in the industry, super interesting, but obviously nobody cares. I'm just sad because they really, you know, share good stuff. I would have killed for if I would have started my career. Like, well, really, that, like, that's, that's, the best, uh, that's the best irony here. Because, yeah. you know, you have someone that's an industry leader and then you're interviewing them, but then you do something else and it'll get 10 times the views. That's funny. Yeah. And what we also see is, and you, know, you see me in the hotel and all of that. So we try a lot of things, but my main, it, it doesn't matter about what I talk. And even if I talk in the hotel about the bottle of water that costs 10 euros, I try to get a message in, about insurance and financial literacy, of course, to really, what can you learn from it? Um, and, and that's what I really try um, to bring across. And another learning is if you go down there, there's another influencer there where we did an interview and that actually worked. So if you are in the TikTok bubble, you can do interviews that work. On the other hand, I bet if you are a regional player in a city somewhere and you start to interview uh, peers, clients, whatever, that could also work because people in the city may know that and which is probably more interesting to you than national um, uh, national coverage and what we do there well, and one trend we see over here you see my hand there not me at some point i got a very bad reach with my traditional videos where you see me so i started to just use my hand and talk about real estate what's good what's bad how can you see because real estate is also a topic of my channel and um and that really went viral so when you are currently stuck try to use your hand uh, let's let's call it the the robin kira memorial videos <laughs> the robin kira strategy use your hand but uh, the overall strategy is always to try out different things, but also when things work um, to really squeeze it out for the moment. Um, I, um, there was an American um, uh, creator who did like a rich versus really, really rich, which applied also to my channel. So I did like a German version of it and that got me 100,000 followers in a few months because <laughs> I really did that a lot with a lot of funny, typical German examples. Um, and at some point it didn't work anymore. So you need to find new, uh, new, um, formats but the content should always be very similar i think like for example financial literacy in my case i i really appreciate that feedback i mean the, one of the things that i always struggle with on tiktok is it, it's it's a it's a there's an x variable and there's a y variable okay the x variable is educational versus entertaining that's my x variable and my y variable is stationary location or and and calendar scheduled yeah. posts where I record everything at this in this same location and that's my brand or run and gun out there in the wild. So location and uh, sort of format. These are the things that I work through. Can you give us some advice on how to figure out a best strategy for us? Okay, we do both. So we actually have a structured production process. We have people, I mean, we have 30 plus company, uh, 30 plus people uh, in, in Germany and Asia. And we have a, a certain person who manages my, not manages my TikTok account, but helps me a lot. Shout out to you, Johan. And, <laughs> and um, what uh, he does, he prepares topics. He prepares the whole shooting. So we do two, three hours shooting on Tuesday mornings. 
um, and then he produces everything. And then we have a certain stack. Then we have interviews with thought leaders from TikTok Bubble, which also, you know, do one, you do one hour of interview or 30 minutes of interview, you can produce 10, 15, 20 good TikToks from it. But we do also out on the gun because, because, hello, was geht? Wie geht's? Very good. And because what actually happens is that sometimes these authentic things are pushed by the algorithm because they don't want marketing machines like us to ah. <laughs> uh, ruining the platform. Right. But one secret I can tell you about regional things, um, I would be super careful when traveling uh, because I traveled to our, uh, our, 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 our subsidiary in the Philippines and that crushed my views. So actually I stopped posting uh, on the road, even though that were beautiful, good videos. And we posted in actually via, um, our, via, via a computer then in Germany. And then so the views got back. So the algorithm changes all the time. And, and there are small things like, for example, when you travel, if you have, for example, when you travel abroad, I would not post or pull, pull, ask somebody in the office to post for you. And this this is related to the IP address. So what what do you think that is? Probably, why, yeah. do you, why do you think that is? And one of the things that and, and since we're talking about IP addresses, one of the things that happened is at, at one point I I sort of had someone on my team post my TikTok videos for me on my behalf, um, and she was in the Philippines, and we ended up getting I think the did the account get blocked or was there a feature that got yeah. blocked? I don't remember, but something bad happened. Where yeah. basically we said we should we should not have people overseas posting, and and I'd love to learn about a little bit more about the IP issues here. Well, so I don't know the cause of it. I just observed it because I uh, before the zombie apocalypse, uh, I uh, traveled to Hong Kong at a super early stage of. Um, uh, TikTok in 2019, at least super early in Germany, and um, and uh, that was actually really great. I could do a TikTok out, out from the uh, airplane, and every bit viral, and everything was fine. But it was really quite striking. And and funnily, we have a uh, key account manager who's currently outside of Central Europe, and who uh, should also publish something for them his main channel. It doesn't also work, so he sends the stuff via uh, um, drive to us, and um, we um, we uh, we release it in the office. But I think it's not the problem of devices; it's a problem of IP addresses or regions, because we have various devices for various channels, two, two three iPhones, watch for for one channel and more. That shouldn't. That is not a problem. So um, uh, different devices not a problem. Um, my impression, but the IP address is. But okay, that, that can change sense. tomorrow. So the algorithm changes all the time. So you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> any any advice that we give on TikTok? It has an expiration of about uh, sixteen seconds because that's how yeah. fast <laughs> things are changing over there. Yeah. But, <laughs> so but that's um, my main message. Sorry, but that's my main message for today for everybody out there. You cannot read a book about TikTok, even though I wrote one. Yeah, you cannot write a book about TikTok. <laughs> it's super important that as a company, you really need to understand that you need to have a department or a team that constantly is on this platform. And by the way, also other social media platforms that can quickly adapt. And if you don't want to invest that, get partners who do. And um, it doesn't help you when you get an agency that tries to produce Facebook videos for TikTok or that offers you something. Uh, uh, for example, the videos I did at the very beginning of my TikTok career, these videos don't work anymore. But if you don't have, if you don't know it, and if your company doesn't know it, uh, then uh, you then that's the problem. So you need to have a team that's really entrenched in this platform that really understands it. Yeah. So here's a question for you, very very specifically. Do you do you recommend, uh, is, it, is it okay, will, will we get dinged if we have other folks post our videos for us? So if we record the content and then an editor does what they have to do and then they actually post on our behalf, what, what is your take we on do that? This all the right? time. We do this all the time. 
We lose okay. all the time. And then the next question now is, can that be done only on a mobile device? Can that be done on a desktop device? I just noticed for the first time that TikTok has a desktop app. I've never seen that before. So what did your take um, So our experience in that currently, you know, maybe 16 seconds later, it's a difference. Um, our experience is that that doesn't matter. In contrast to Instagram, in our opinion, in Instagram Reels, it makes a difference. I think that you do it on mobile, you should do it on mobile, our impression. But, um, but I think on TikTok, it doesn't make a difference. But it's, and one funny thing for everybody who's thinking about starting, don't think about all these topics. The only thing you need to think about is what kind of video shall my target group, my clients and potential clients like. And, you know, if, you, if, if, if your video is awesome and the algorithm thinks it goes viral, you can release it in, on the moon, on, an, on a fax machine, it will go viral, you know. That doesn't yeah. matter. So it's not, you know, you, we are trying to, we're doing, we're making science out of it. And for professionals, that's super okay. Um, but I think for people who want to start, just start and, and, and try to create awesome content. Okay. Now, one of the topics that a lot of folks are discussing is scheduling posts. You know, there's software like Hootsuite and there's so yeah, many other yeah. platforms now that I, I have not done full research on this. So I'm not fully qualified to discuss this. But and I something I'd actually like to learn about. But are are those third party scheduling software platforms for social media, specifically Instagram Reels, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, are those effective to use? Um, will they get us less reach? Um, do we get dinged in some capacity because there's a third party app that's doing the posting or the scheduling? We do reviews for, for TikTok, for example, for us, we use the internal scheduling thing, but for clients, we use third-party topics and um, we actually don't see a difference. So I don't see that. Um, we do it for sometimes on LinkedIn uh, directly or via a third party. I don't see it actually. Hmm. So, um, but that's, that could be the case. Maybe it's a good point that I'm writing myself down that we should test from clients where we do everything on certain third-party tools to do it via phone at some point too. I think that's a good point. She should, you should observe this because to be quite honest, as a social media platform, I would be very cautious about third-party uh, users because there are a lot of scammers and bots and stuff like that out there. I would really be super cautious. Yeah, you know, this is the thing that I, I get concerned about because I have been I've been once put in LinkedIn jail, which is that's what people kind of call it, which basically means some you you did some activity or something took place on your LinkedIn account and then you your your accounts are your accounts blocked for some amount of time. Yeah. And I think the reason why that happened is because we were experimenting with um, automation of LinkedIn posts. And, yeah. and I don't think that the company that we experimented with was approved. I, in fact, I don't know if there's anyone that's officially approved by LinkedIn for content posting. Um, the thing that I'd like to do personally more research on is which companies have been approved by Instagram, by Facebook, yeah. by TikTok to actually do scheduled posts. Is, is Hootsuite an approved program? I'd like to think that know. if, yeah, you know, I'd like to think that if there's an open API system, that these folks have, that these companies have put out there and that other people are taking advantage of. They've gone through some vetting process, but again, I'm not qualified. I'd like to do some research on that. Yeah. Great. So what, uh, just to kind of wrap up here, um, I think uh, just to reiterate, what we're talking about is number one, <clears throat> it's to understand who your ideal client profile is. Who truly are you trying to cater to? Number two is the format in which you're recording content. Uh, what is What does it look like? What's the shape? What's the size? What's the vibe? You know, number three is what is the experimentation that you're participating in? If you're if you're not getting traction on a certain type, 
then how do you pivot? You know, I love the videos that you have um, with your hand where you're kind of showing some real estate. You've done, you've done videos wearing a wig. You, you, you bring it. You have a personality. I really appreciate that. That makes it entertaining for me. In fact, I want to follow you and I'm going to consume your content and also learn German as well. Um, you know, one of the things that we also learned was this idea of I'd like to get more of a of a inspirational bit on how to stay consistent because that is the number one problem. How can we stay consistent with our posting? How do we not fatigue? This is one of the things that I, I want to explore. I think the biggest thing, and that would be also my closing remark, is you need really need to love your audience. You really need to love your clients. You really need to think, how can I deliver as much as possible? My first viral video was when I saw some young person, some scammer showing a rented Lamborghini with fake money and fake designer shoes and everything, trying to rip teenagers off. And I was really mad at that. And that was really, I made a really emotional video. It's like, you cannot, but like in a fun way, obviously. And that got a large reach. But in this moment, I was really loving these young people because I was thinking, don't get scanned by these idiots. I have the life experience to see immediately because also I work for one of the richest families in Germany. I really see what is wealth and what's not wealth. And that was not. And these other people, they don't have the experience. And that's what the scammers were aiming at. And, and in this moment, I love these people really, really much. And I think if you do this, then you always get to, And if you have a mission, independently, if you whatever you sell, if you have a mission to help people, you always find a way to tell the same story at 10,000 times. And then you can do 10,000 TikTok videos. And if you do that, I'm pretty sure you beat me with my 500,000 followers pretty fast. That's it. There it is. That's the best advice. Uh, you know, to close it out, I think we have to mention the importance of being authentic. Um, we, we have it right there said correctly. If you put yourself out there with a rented Lamborghini and some stolen shoes and you're doing scams, someone's going to call you out on it. It's inevitable. It's not going to feel good. It's not going to end right. You know, this is why it's so important to be authentic. And, you know, Dr. Robin, I just wanted to, to stress the point that I, I have gratitude for you joining me on this podcast to guide us on how we can acquire our own 500,000 followers and over 200 million views. Congratulations on that. And I, I hope to look forward to seeing you more on TikTok. Thank you very much for the invitation. Thanks so much. Take care now.